remember purchasing Microsoft Word years ago. It came in a heavy box with multiple disks to load on my laptop and a thick, intimidating manual. I thought, well, there goes the weekend. Worse, by Sunday, I was standing in a bookstore looking at titles like Word for Beginners, Word for Lawyers, and of course, Word for Dummies. It's often still the case, whether you're buying software to edit your bird photos or you have to train hundreds of employees about a new accounting tool for your global corporation, that trying to learn software is an exercise in expense, frustration, and even a hit to your self-esteem. I'm Joan Hamilton, Chief Content Officer at Inception, and today on Future Proof, our CEO Farzad Debachi and I have a few laughs about the good old days of software, and we discuss why digital transformation is creating a way of doing business better where you buy a business service, not complicated tools. Here's our conversation. So if you think about, um, uh, because we always go back and talk about this, right? B2C versus B2B. In the personal computing space, over the last, you know, call it 23 years now, since we've had, you know, phones and smartphones and so on and so forth, our expectations are exactly what you said. Our expectations are that there is this tool that does stuff for us. Our expectations are never that we buy this tool and then we need to learn this tool for a whole bunch of times. And then when we get good at using the tool, then maybe the tool will be useful. Tools are fascinating things in that they help you do something that you already know how to do. And software is a tool. And the fact is that that was interesting in the 1980s and 1990s and maybe 2000s. Now our expectations are that all of these smart technology elements will do the work. They will not be a tool for us to do what we need to do, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine if you had to buy the Uber software and then you have to spend 20 hours to learn how to use it. And if you learn how to use it really well, then you could actually call a car. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't work. Uh, how many people on the planet would do that? Uh, very, very few. Also imagine, as it's been the funny thing in the software industry forever, nobody on the planet knows more than 5% of all the features in Microsoft Excel. <laughs> Why? Because it's what it is, right? It's a very complicated tool that will take a long time to learn. I think on the business side, people are starting to get used to the notion that I don't want to buy a tool. I just want somebody to do this thing that I need done for me. Mm -hmm. It's a very simple proposition. And the software then really becomes the tool for the experts, not the tool for the layman. And that's really what is happening all over the place where software is the tool for the service providers to do a better job of providing service. It's not for the end user to use to create the service. And you know, for Inception, my view of what we do is we provide a service. The fact that there's very sophisticated software to deliver that service seamlessly does not make us a software company. It just makes us a group of people who are expert at using the tool. And we don't have expectations that our customers become tools experts. 
You and I have talked before about how some of these high-powered software implementations in large companies can end up full of useless data, obsolete stuff, misdirected data. The complexity means there's just a lot of garbage in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the notion that uh, the more expensive the tool, the more opportunity to do interesting things is what software's premise has been for the last 30 years. Um, we used to actually joke back in the day when I was a software developer, we said, if it was that hard to write the code, it should be that hard to use. So, <laughs> Success! <laughs> you know, and then we had this other notion that was, if a software doesn't have any bugs, it's not being used. <laughs> so you combine those and you get sort of the world that software was about, right? It's like, right. this is very complicated stuff set up for very, very complicated people to do very complicated things, right? I mean, to combine all of those is what you get. Okay, this software is going to be $5 million to buy and $50 million to implement. And by the time it's all done three years from now, it will be completely out of date and not really interesting anymore. Right. So the speed of processes over the last 10 years is forcing this issue. So if you think about, take an example of uh, maps, right? Map is a tool. Mm -hmm. It tells you where you are and where all the places, points of interest around you. So it used to be that you get a map on a piece of paper and it was a tool. And you, of course, had to use the map to know how to use it and sort of open it up, right? Then you have a notion of now the map is available to you anywhere, you know, in your car. That's interesting, but that's still not as interesting as if the map can tell you what the traffic is like, right? So if you take this progression forward, the map should be real time. Now that would be interesting. I'm in my car, I can just look at my car from a satellite. <laughs> there I am in the traffic. As this data collection and presentation gets to be more and more and more sophisticated, you're not really enamored with the software in the background. You're just enamored with what you're looking at, right? right. The data you're looking at. So what we want to be at Inception is we want to be stewards, concierge, whatever you want to call it, of that data for our customers. We want to walk them through what's happening today, real time. We don't want them to learn how to use a piece of software. Right, right. And that corresponds to this whole larger movement of like low code too. Right, right, right. right. The simpler you can make this interaction with data. So data's never been more important but, but learning software becomes less and less important. Is that sort of the trade-off? Yeah, so another way to think about that is you used to have Microsoft Windows. That was the thing, right? It's complicated and there's a lot of different facets. Fast forward so many years from now, and you know, before Microsoft Windows, of course you had IBM mainframes, but fast forward so many years from now, we deal with these very atomic applications on our phone. They don't do a lot. <laughs> and they can't do a lot because if they do a lot, then it's going to take a long time to know how to use them and then they become very complicated. So our notion of this app world where there are these little things that do the specific thing has always been, actually my view for since 1994 when we stood up and I had the notion of an information appliance. And the idea there was, look, these things don't need to be complicated. Right. They should be very, very, very simple. And the simpler they are, the easier they'll be used, and therefore they'll be used more. Right. So you're essentially staffing up. Exactly right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're yeah. staffing up with specialists 
but you don't want a lot of utility outfielders who know how to do 100,000 things. You want people to do one thing really well, and then you want to not deal with them again for a while until you need that thing again. Yeah. 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 So um, would you also say, and this is my extrapolation, you haven't said this, but, but you know, it seems to me that when people struggle with things like going online or, or trans transforming, what they struggle with are not the software process, it's the business thinking. It's going into the thinking that the software will do it for you, when in fact, if you don't know what you want, the software will do nothing for you. It will just sit there and wait for, you know, I mean, we used to say all the time, garbage in, garbage out. But that's still absolutely the case, even in the model of not getting more software, right? Yeah, so what you have is, if you have a universe full of capabilities, and you really are not sitting there questioning capabilities, now the world's your oyster. You can do anything you want. The typical situation is when the world is your oyster and you can do anything you want, you will be a deer in the headlights. <laughs> 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 what am I supposed to do? Well, you can do anything. That's not a good answer. No. Because if you can do anything, you most likely will do not much. So what we try to do at Inception is really be more prescriptive. And we don't sell the tool. We sell the know-how. We help you by being an advocate for you, telling you what are the next steps. What are the next possible three steps we can take in becoming more digital, becoming online, interacting with your customers differently? What are those things you can do? Versus, hey, look at my trunk. I have 100,000 tools for you that if you learn them all, then you will actually know potentially what you want to do, even though it's just the tools. It doesn't tell you what the possibilities are. This has been Future Proof. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit us at inception.com.